0: Join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at one at a Now on with the show. This is, of course, your daily financial news. And if you don't know, six days a week we do this right around 7:30. We do it live. Uh, we review a whole bunch of notes about what I read about the morning. Uh, but on Thursdays, we do it a little bit early. Uh, one of our experts uh, needs our Carl. Our call is scheduled at 7.30 Pacific. So I tried to do this video first. So we try to do it around 7 a.m. So that's why you will see Thursdays generally a little bit earlier. First and foremost, uh, I want to shout out the audience, specifically Nathan yesterday. Uh, It seems like, um, you know, there's... I guess the reality is, you know, I bring on multimillionaires and experts Monday through Friday. And while I do that with the best intentions... Uh, to help inspire, show you what is possible because all of them started you know, from zero, uh, just like all of us. And uh, there was an idea that Nathan shared with me yesterday that I think is awesome that I need your help or your participation with. What I would like to do is maybe take two or three newbies. So let's assume you have zero. Maybe you have one rental property. And I would love to set up maybe a four- or six-week process where we talk every Friday or Sunday morning Pacific. This is what I'm thinking. Uh, I'm willing to take any newbie that signs up for my course. Uh, Maybe you signed up in the last 30 days. Totally okay. Uh, If you would like to do this, you will need to sign up for the course because I'm going to hold you responsible to what's in the course like do your work, daily execution, what do you focus on, how you growing your network, all the stuff I talk about in the course. But what we're going to do is we could talk every Friday at either 8 a.m. or Sunday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Uh, The deal is we have to do it on Zoom. We have to record it just like I do my expert series. The idea here that Nathan gave me is, you know what, maybe instead of talking to multimillionaires, Michael, let's talk to new investors And let's see if we can't inspire people at zero or maybe one to actually take action, see what kind of questions they have, because maybe, and I think Nathan's right, let's take an opportunity to focus on the newbie investors. So if you're a newbie investor, you're up to being on a Zoom call, right? So you have to be on a Zoom call with me probably, let's assume four weeks in a row. Let's just see how that goes, because I'm playing with this idea just like you. So either four Fridays or four Sundays, we're gonna record it, we're gonna post it so everybody benefits. But hopefully you benefit the most, obviously. The only deal is you gotta buy my course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. That's required. It would be a plus if you're in the Facebook group, but some people don't have Facebook, don't want Facebook, so I'm not gonna make that a requirement. I get it. It's kind of a yeah, it's, it's a place I don't feel great about other than the private group. So Let me know what you think. Again, you have to have the course because if you don't have the course, you won't understand my vocabulary. You won't understand what's going on in the private group. Uh, I think that's going to be fun. So leave comments below, buy the course, send me an email, send me a DM. You're game for this. Again, if you buy the course and hope for me to mentor you without being recorded, the answer is no. I do not do any one on one mentoring. I'm doing this because by one on one mentoring and recording, I can help a lot more people. So again, don't call me. Don't don't say, oh, I'm shy or I can't do it. If we can't record it in post, the answer is no. I'm going. I get I get asked all the time, hey, could you mentor me? You know, one thousand or five thousand or ten thousand. It's not. I don't want to do that. I want to help everybody. That's why the price point is low. That's why I haven't you know increased it to where the value is. Um, so I don't know. Let's see what happens. Let's see who reaches out in the next. Hopefully, this is something that takes off and we, we get everything scheduled in the next 48 hours, but we shall see. So on to the daily financial news, kind of a big day, kind of a big day. Remember on Sunday, if you were watching, it might have been Monday morning, I forget which one it is, we, we talked about the 10-year note, and I put out there an over-under of 1.75, and I let it be known that I thought it would go over this week most folks said under. I think everybody said under. I think there was one other that said over because it'd be a crazy quick move. Uh, I took the over uh, because I thought Jerome Powell and the Fed um, were going to do exactly what they did yesterday. The Fed is, was going to say, no problem here. We're a long way from our goals. Stop asking. We're not raising rates. That's essentially what they said. Then there's a whole dot plot and all this other freaking nonsense. The Fed's foot is on the gas. It is not lifting. And they didn't announce the Operation Twist. That is coming. That is coming at the next meeting or sooner. Because what you are seeing this morning is the 10-year Treasury went over 1.75. I think as of this recording just under, but it hit it and that was the point. In my Sunday call, I think it was or maybe Monday morning, would it hit us above 1.75 and it hit that this morning? Sometimes it's uh, feels good. It does. It feels good when you're right. Uh, so that's it. And what does this really mean? Well, as we've seen, the tenure uh, going up like that, tech is going to sell off. Uh, but what really means to me if you're a long-term investor versus a gambler? What is um, happening is the bank stocks are going to win, at least in the short term. Bank stops right, the steeper the yield curve, the more money they make, because again, they, they borrow at the front end and then they pay, or wait, yeah, then they lend at the top end, so they make the spread. So when the twos and tens spread is steep or wide, depending on how you look at it, they're going to make a lot of money. And they've been they haven't had great earning power the last 14 months. That's changing right now, so I suspect bank stocks will be racing higher today. You know, 52-week highs everywhere would be my guess. We'll see. Uh, The other one that came out today is, unfortunately, very disappointing. Maybe I should have expected this with the weather, and everything's been weather-related, right? Remember, new home construction, retail sales, everything was blamed on weather. Well, new unemployment claims jumped this morning, I was hoping for under seven hundred thousand. I was hoping it'll probably hopefully next week or the week after. But not only did they not go down, last week was seven twenty-five. This week, seven where is it? Seven seventy. So maybe part of the drop last week were people not filing because of weather or whatever. So maybe this was a catch-up week. But that was disappointing. Right? We were expecting seven hundred thousand. I was hoping for under seven hundred thousand. So again, that's a 10% miss. And folks, we're now 53 or 54 weeks into this. And yes, totally get U3 versus U6. Yes, U6 is over 11. U3, U3 in my entire, I don't know, even before investing, right back in college, U3 was always kind of not really valuable. It has never been this not valuable. U3 is a joke. Today. 6.2, I think, is the latest reading. It is horrible, it is atrocious. There's no goodness, no fact in U3. It is only U6. But today was weekly unemployment claims, and it was not a good number. It was actually new unemployment claims. Let's be clear first time unemployment claims today, not good. Uh, What else do we got? So, bank stocks, I bet you are going higher. Let's see what happens. Uh, Jerome Powell, he basically said, Again, no rate increases for at least 24, if not 30 months, two to two and a half years. Uh, And he also said the economy is going to be awesome and unemployment is going to crash. Now, I'm paraphrasing. I'm putting on my little twist. But he is seeing a rosy 2021 when you look back at this on December. He's even seen a pretty good 2022. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. I mean, every time I look at this, I go, folks, if you were investing in real estate, there's probably never been a more certain time to go get cheap ass 30-year money. Again, you got to get 30-year money. It's got to be fixed. You can't have interest rate risk. Commercial, multifamily today, I don't think I'd want to be refining in three years. But residential, go get that sub 4% money. Make sure it's a good or great deal. We talk about it all the time but you are going to be happy when the 30 years at five, five and a half. It's just the facts, folks. It's, I don't know how else it happens. The, the Fed and the Treasury and the U.S. government needs inflation to inflate away their debt. That is their plan. They are not saying it, but that is what they are doing. It is pretty, pretty obvious. On another front, Google. Google is going shopping, sometimes called Alphabet. I'm always going to call them Google uh they are going uh after real estate they're looking to buy 7 billion dollars of real estate in the next 12 to 18 months all across the US they are going uh to get out of the S- silicon valley dependence uh, again another company going you know what let's uh, let's get out of let's get out of the silicon valley they will likely always have their HQ here it's just too big too dominant they're like literally a mile that way from me uh but yeah it is going to be interesting to see where Google plants roots across the country. And again, if you're in the Bay Area, this is a problem for our real estate, which is just stupid high. We're not going to get the next generation of engineers and PhDs coming here. It is going to go somewhere else. So interesting. Lots of earnings to talk about today. And I think it's telling you a story. First, Dollar General. Dollar General, generally speaking, does really well in a recession. They missed. They hit the top, but they missed the bottom, and they gave very, very weak guidance. They're uncertain about the future. This is Dollar General, folks. I'm not really sure how to read that. Is it because people are trading up to Walmart? I think it goes like Dollar General, Walmart, Target, kind of the retail food chain. Where are they going? Because Dollar General, you're either going up to Walmart, or heaven forbid you're going to food banks, maybe? I don't, I don't know where you go after Dollar General. But yeah, that's, that did not leave me warm and fuzzy when I read that earnings announcement. Petco. Again, you all know I'm a huge pet fan. We just lost Jimbo a few weeks ago. Uh, beat top and bottom in same store sales up 17%. Lots of people bought pets uh, during the pandemic, so expect that to, to keep going. Five below. I actually never heard of that company, but given it's a discount retailer, it was interesting, especially since we saw what happened to Dollar General. Uh, They beat top and bottom. Uh, Williams-Sonoma, kind of that, uh, have you ever been to a Williams-Sonoma? They got some expensive stuff there, right? Just crazy expensive. Yeah, expensive. They beat top and bottom and raised dividend 11%. They are doing quite well. This K-shaped recovery that we've been talking about for a year is just so obvious. William sonoma beat, Dollar General didn't. Man, this case-shaped recovery is unfair and unrelenting. Not cool. Uh, And then you got good old Peloton uh, coming out and saying that they've increased uh, capacity to produce their bikes 700% in the last, I don't know, six or nine months. Uh, What I got to tell you is uh, that's going to be a problem in about six or nine months when this thing is over and uh, they have too much capacity to build. So it's going to be quite crazy. In addition to that, one of the companies that won last year that you knew, you just knew couldn't keep running higher was Clorox. Remember when we were buying handy wipes and cleaning our groceries and doing all of that stuff? Well, they've been downgraded finally because year-on-year comps are going to be terrible. There's, they, they, Mathematically impossible for them to repeat what they had last March and April and May. And this is going to happen across a lot of companies. Clorox is just first. Wait, do you remember when we ran out and we tried to buy Clorox and toilet paper? I mean, that was just the thing to do. Well, Clorox is paying the price first. Expect this throughout other areas. What you are going to see is tough comps and easy comps. Easy comps, think Lyft. Think airlines. Hard comps, think Clorox. Think Amazon. Think, yeah, you know, you're going, you know, all of that stuff, right? Uh, And then something else that I found very interesting because I owe the IRS money this year. I didn't write off enough depreciation. I need to buy more stuff. Uh, The IRS deadline was extended to May 17th. So yes, I should have bought more real estate last year. Damn it. I owe some money. So now I don't owe it until May 17th. I'll probably mail it May 16th, probably a day early. So in the end, that's what I got for you today. We got Jonathan here at 730. Uh, I think that's all I have today. So I've been working on an inflation video and a San Francisco video uh, because I get questions about both of those. Uh, So um, yeah, that's what's going on. Again, have a wonderful day. Today's a great day to make some money. Uh, Let's be better than yesterday. And remember, if you want to get some one-on-one mentoring and you're cool with four interviews, either Friday or Sunday morning Pacific, sign up for the course. Let me know and let's see if we can't help more and more people, because that's what we're trying to do on this channel, is help you make better financial moves, get started in the real estate game, one rental at a time. I like that book title. I remember when that hit me. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.